Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. Coming after you. What is that? Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, ready PG 13. Everybody hates the taking off and putting on your shoes nightmare at the airport. But now, there's an easier way. New hands-free Skechers Slip-Ins. With new Skechers Slip-Ins, you just step in and go. Without bending down or looking for a place to sit. Try new machine-washable hands-free Skechers Slip-Ins. These caramel cold brew M&M's are like M&M's with a coffee shop vibe. Maybe too much of a coffee shop vibe. Mm. This next one is about the importance of friendship, so I'm going to maintain eye contact while I sing it. Oh, boy. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. ability to harvest data about users in order to sell personalized ads was thrown into question on Tuesday after the European Union's highest court upheld a decision by German antitrust regulators that the company had abused its dominance in social media. The ruling in the closely watched case by the European Court of Justice cleared the way for Germany's top antitrust enforcer, the Bundesgartland, to block Meta from combining data collected about users across its different platforms, including Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp, as well as from outside websites and apps, unless it gets explicit permission from users. The decision undercuts Meta's business model, which relies on selling targeted advertising based on the massive amounts of data it gathers about its users as they use Meta services and browse the wider internet. The decision provides fresh momentum for supporters of tougher regulation of the world's largest technology companies. Although the ruling applies only to Meta services in Germany, it is expected to influence other antitrust authorities in the European Union that a new EU antitrust law, called the Digital Markets Act, takes effect in the coming months and gives regulators new powers to encourage competition in the tech sector. In particular, Tuesday's court ruling gives authorities in the European Union a firmer legal basis to examine how data collection practices could undercut competition which is a new direction for antitrust enforcement. 
The court said regulators investigating antitrust cases can also examine whether a company is breaking the European Union's data protection law, called the General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR. In 2019, German regulators used a novel interpretation of antitrust law to determine that Meta's data-gathering practices were a violation of not just competition rules, but also the GDPR. The authorities said Meta needed to get permission from users. Just collect endless amounts of data simply because a user had signed up to use one of the company's services, Andreas Mund, Germany's top antitrust regulator, said Meta's policies amounted to a false choice, forcing people to either use Meta services and share their data, or stay off the company's ubiquitous social media sites altogether. After the company appealed the decision, it eventually landed before the European Court of Justice in Luxembourg.mr. Mund has long pushed for regulators to be tougher against Facebook and other tech giants. He has argued that Facebook uses the data it collects from users to strengthen its position over rivals, harming competition. In a statement, Meta said it was, evaluating the court's decision and will have more to say in due course. The company will now have to make changes in Germany to comply with the ruling. That is likely to include a new menu that gives users more choice about how their data is collected. But the decision also has implications for other online platforms that collect large amounts of data for digital advertising, including Amazon, Google, and TikTok. When large internet companies use the very personal data of consumers, this usage can also be deemed abusive under competition law, Mr. Mund, the German antitrust regulator, said in a statement on Tuesday. The judgment will have far-reaching effects on the business models used in the data economy. Left fielder Ian Happ threw out two runners at the plate in extra innings, and the Chicago Cubs pulled out a wild 7-6 win over the Milwaukee Brewers in 11 innings Tuesday after squandering a late lead for the second consecutive game we needed a The momentum of that one made it a big win, Happ said two do-or-die kind of plays there. The first one, the game's over if you don't make the play. The second one, there's no risk. Two accurate throws, which is the most important part. Dansby Swanson homeward and Miguel Amaya hit a two-run double to help the Cubs build a 6-2 cushion. But the Brewers scored twice in the eighth and twice more in the ninth to tie IT.IN the bottom of the tenth, Pinch runner Andrew Monasterio was placed at second base as the automatic runner. He tried to score the winning run on Owen Miller's one-out single to left, but was cut down at home by Hap on a call that stood following a replay review. Miller was thrown out trying to advance to second. Ending the inning, Chicago went ahead in the 11th. Automatic runner Cody Bellinger moved to third with one out on a wild pitch by Clayton Andrews, 0-1. After Amaya struck out, Nico Horner beat out an infield single to put the Cubs up by a run, there was like a week's worth of action in that game, Horner said, with one out in the bottom half, Miller tried to tag up from third and score the tying run on Bryce Turing's pop fly to left. He was thrown out at the plate by Hap to end the game, setting off a celebration as Cubs players poured out of the dugout after halting their three-game skid, credit to him. He made a good throw. The inning before that, too, Miller said. You want to be an aggressive base-running team and make the guys throw you out. With Swanson at the plate in the 11th, 
Cubs first base coach Mike Napoli was ejected. As Napoli left the field, manager David Ross came out to argue and was also ejected by plate umpire Eric Backus. Guys were starting to get frustrated, Ross said. I know it's not an easy job, but some of the pitches that got called, strikes, weren't even close. Ross was perturbed that Backus rung up Swanson when there were only two strikes and he felt that a Brewers base runner had interfered with a throw earlier in the game still visibly frustrated after the game, Ross also questioned why the Brewers closed the roof at American Family Field on a mostly sunny afternoon, they were closing the roof to get rid of the shadows late, Ross said. It was really frustrating. Kyle Hendricks gave Chicago a solid start and Daniel Palencia, 1-0, got the win in his Major League debut. It was a tight game, so I didn't know if I was going to pitch today, but I'm here to pitch. I'm ready for anything, Palencia said. The loss dropped Milwaukee, 46-40, a game behind first-place Cincinnati in the NL Central, after the Reds beat the Nationals 8-4 earlier in the day, Turing had an RBI single in the fifth to begin Milwaukee's comeback from a 4-0 deficit. Rowdy Tellez hit a run-scoring single in the eighth and Willie Adams delivered an RBI double. The Brewers, who fell behind 6-0 to the Cubs on Monday before rallying late for an 8-6 win, struggled to get their offense going against Hendricks who retired the first 10 batters he faced before walking Jesse Winker in the fourth. Hendricks didn't give up a hit until Miller reached on a dribbler down the third baseline with one out in the fifth. Hendricks gave up four hits and two runs, one earned in six innings. He walked one and struck out five. Chen Chen and Wu Yuanhao are part of the millions of young people out of work in China. In May, the youth unemployment rate hit a new high, nearly four times the national level. That's roughly 6 million people between the ages of 16 and 24 who are unemployed. And there are signs it could get even worse in coming months as millions of new graduates enter the labor market over the summer. High unemployment not only affects confidence in the economy, it also risks stoking social dissatisfaction. Ultimately, it could cause social instability if young people grow more angry and frustrated about their lack of opportunities. After China suddenly reopened its economy, initially triggering a massive wave of COVID infections, expectations were high that its consumers would eventually drive a strong economic rebound. But those hopes are fading. With shoppers pulling back and exports and foreign investment falling. And most troubling, more young people in China's towns and cities out of work. During the lockdown period, the sector that suffered disproportionately were the small and medium-sized enterprises that employ 70-80% to 80 of people in China. We had the assault on the technology and tutoring sectors. And these are sectors which provided a lot of jobs for young graduates, in particular the tutoring sector, which was eliminated almost overnight.
Another important reason is the mismatch between the white-color jobs the young graduates would like to do and the need for blue-color workers. There's a lot at stake when it comes to correcting these imbalances, given how important the youth population is to China's economy. Rising joblessness uh, means less income for young people, of course, that means less spending on things like education, travel, mobile phones, which means less economic output. Young people are important to consumers in the economy, especially in the luxury market. Frustrated by mounting uncertainties, young people are turning to different career paths to secure an income. We've seen an uptick in people interested in taking the civil service examinations in pursuit of this so-called iron rice bowl or job security. There have also been new additions to the lexicon such as lying flat, where young people are opting out of the rat race or an escalation of that in letting it rot when you embrace a sort of giving up in the face of what seems like impossible odds. And of course, there is also the study of running, which became popular during COVID in people pursuing opportunities abroad. Some are settling, of course, for lower paying jobs just so they can get the social security and health benefits. China's government has responded with several policies to boost hiring. They have made a lot of tax breaks and subsidies to both private and state-owned companies to expand internship opportunities. They have impressed upon local governments to hire as many young people as possible. And also they have come up with another solution that is not necessarily welcomed by the youngsters, which is to send or encourage the relocation of graduates to rural areas in China. Ultimately, job creation will depend on economic growth, especially in the services sector where young people tend to dominate. Private businesses will need to feel more confident about growth prospects before they invest and expand their workforces. However, there are many reasons for caution. For example, slowing global growth, rising US-China tensions, especially in technology, as well as President Xi Jinping's push for common prosperity, as well as more party control over the economy.